So, ladies and gentlemen, um, actually, we did find a name, Abdul, for our, uh, for our website, at least. Um, <laughs> and we'll talk about that a little bit later, because I don't want Abdul on the other end to lose his passion. But let me just set the stage real quick. So I'm in the gym, and I'm listening to the audiobook so good they can't ignore you. And I'm fired up from the gym, right? And then after the gym, I still have it playing in my headphones. I even bought groceries. And I'm listening to this, this logic. And all of a sudden, Abdul, he texts me on Facebook and says, hey, man, let's do a podcast. And I find it interesting because usually, Abdul, we don't talk till about maybe 2, 3 in the evening on my side. So I said, man, Abdul, he's, he's burning up over there. Something is really on his mind. And I... And I just said, let me just call Abdul and see what's going on. And boy, what he has to say is very important. So Abdul, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and let you set the tone for this conversation. Right. Um. So I was just at home, and I, I just I was thinking back to you know how I started going into digital marketing and what worked, what really worked for me and what didn't. And like sometimes you just get this thing like this fire in you, and you just have to. You're like. Other people have to hear it, right? People who go to church, they always say about, oh, the pastor, the pastor will give the message. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Holy Spirit. And that's, well, not only from a religious perspective for me, but that's how it feels right now. Yeah. And it just like hit me. The main thing is, if you want to move forward, you need to be able to block out any distractions. Mm -hmm. as, as Abdul was saying some time ago, in another podcast, sometimes the universe will do certain things to you in order to say, do you want this badly enough? Ooh. It will like try and suppress you. Sometimes some entrepreneurs, their wives leave, their girlfriends leave, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, wow, you know what? I'm taking everything away from you everything. and you're still going. So you must really want this. And I always believe that it's like, think of it like someone going down a valley and then going up a mountain. That's exactly how it is. You get to the lowest point mm -hmm. until you can't get any lower. And then that's when you start going up. Yes. So the same way that the universe will try and suppress you, when you start making progress, it will start sending distractions. Mm -hmm. People start coming to you and saying, the game is on. The game is on. What are you still doing working? <laughs> the game is on, you know. If you... <laughs> If, if you're someone, you know, if you're a man or a woman, if, if, you're, if you're female, you'll start sending men into your life just to distract you. Mm -hmm. Men who have no future plans for you. Or women, mm -hmm. if you're a guy, women who have no future plans for you. Or if you are homo of the homosexual um, type, yep. you know, distractions. Yes. And then it's like, wow, I'm actually making progress. I'm building momentum. Mm -hmm. And then these things will come into your life to stop you. Yep. And then when that issue ends it's so much harder to get back in focus mm. and the difference i always see from people like i'm in a position whereby i get to talk to like like tim ferris mm -hmm. all sorts of people and the one thing that always comes up is they always get to a point whereby it's tunnel vision right so it's like think of a tunnel and there's like a light at the end but yep. for them that light is their goal and that's all they see Mm. So sometimes they're willing to sacrifice sleep because mm -hmm. when, you, when your body wants something really badly, it's able to shut 
things that aren't important down. Yep. Just like when you're drowning, all you want is to breathe. Mm-hmm. So everything else, the brain has shut it all down and it's, it's all about survival mode. In mm. fact, the body will actually start, your heart rate will start beating faster simply because it wants to circulate blood around your body more quickly. So the, the body responds to things, but also the brain responds to it. Yes. So when you don't care about the football game, you don't care about your favorite TV show, you don't care about sexual relationships or fornication or anything like that, and all you care about is that one girl, and you're like, look, I'm willing to just focus on this for like one year, two year, three years. Yes. And then after I've gained that goal, then I can start thinking about all these external things. Of course. And if you're not able to do that, you cannot build momentum in your online business. You will not be able to get to where you want to get to. But Abdul, let me, let me add to that. You know, I can say that a lot of people start a little bit too early when it comes to hard things. Like some people right now, anything that sounds hard, they run away from. Sounds yeah. difficult. They run, they don't want no parts of it because it, that pain, they want they don't want to experience it. Right. Right? But if you go through that pain, the pain doesn't last forever. No. Right? But here's the thing: when you stretch. And then you get comfortable that you're going to get to a point where like, okay, I've mastered this. Then you got to find something else, stretch more, find something yeah. else. And that's what the book is talking about. So good um, that they can't ignore you is because yeah. in order for you to get the right job, the right business, you're going to have to master something in order to be marketable for yourself. Like mastery, like people pay a lot of money for people who have mastered subjects mastered yeah. sports aka michael jordan mm. right but a lot of people just don't want to do the practice right and i think that is why i was reading something the other day and they said entrepreneurs make up about one percent mm. of the population like successful entrepreneurs right yes and the funny thing is when you talk about the top one percent all of them are entrepreneurs they're not they're not teachers or accountants or anything like that mm. <laughs> Most rich people, if we break it down, I think the biggest thing they could have taught me at school was not how to remember things. It was things like, you know, how to take care of your finances, mm-hmm. how to communicate with people, the importance of using, not using people, but actually maybe having an idea and being able to leverage other people's skills yep. or their knowledge in order to push it forward. Mm. Because we live in a world whereby anyone has access to information that quickly. Now information is cheap. Yes. Makes sense. It's so cheap that people are giving it away. <laughs> that's true. You know. <clears throat> so, so that's the difference. And it's like, I, I think you bring up a really good point about, you know, being so good that they can't ignore you. I think, <clears throat> sorry, um, sounds like an excellent book. But, I but feel- yeah, it's, it's how people... Uh-huh. will be willing to spend a lot of time at something every single day. I think we were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I, after my second year of uni was when I started taking marketing like really seriously. Yes. Right. And obviously, I think in America, you have spring break. Yes. Or, mm-hmm. When everyone, like all the exams are over and then everyone goes home to chill and have barbecues mm-hmm. and all sorts of things. Well, we have something like that here as well. 
But it was like, I realized that I still have three months lease on my student accommodation because I lived away from my family. Yeah. Right. So I was like, look, I have three months off. Like, this is an opportunity. I don't have any exams to do. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to learn. None of my friends are here, so no distractions. No one's going to tell me, oh, let's go clubbing. Let's yeah. go do this. So it's like, <laughs> they've all left. And I was literally, it's like a huge like building and it, it holds like maybe 300 people. I was the mm-hmm. only one there. Wow. Everyone else had gone home. <laughs> wow. So I go into the kitchen and no one, I was the only one there. I looked at it. Other people would be like, oh, you're lonely. I looked at it as an opportunity. I'm like, I have three months. I have... 90 days or more to master this stuff. Yeah. And then my, I got my mom and I was like, oh, I'm not coming home. This end. Because if I had stayed there, after three months, the next year of university would have started. So that means I wouldn't have gone to see my family. Mm. But I was willing to make that sacrifice. So I phoned my mom. I was like, oh, sorry, you know, I'm working on stuff. I, and by that point, I wasn't really an, an entrepreneur. I was just trying to be the best as I could yeah. at one thing, which was digital marketing. Mm. And obviously she was annoyed because she hadn't seen me for like the past nine months because mm. I was at school. So to tell her that, you know, I'm not going to come and I'm just going to go straight into the final year was mm-hmm. hard for her. And, you know, she was upset and stuff, but I was like, look, I have to do this mm-hmm. because this is a huge opportunity. When will I have three months to myself? Yeah. And I knew if I went home, things won't get done. So I had to stay. So literally, I stayed in my room every single day. Like, to this day, I still have notes. Um, I'll try and find them. Let me see. Wait, hang on. Give me yeah. Maybe I'll show you two. I'll try and find them during this call and show, show them to you. Okay. And I took, like, systemized notes. So I'd read something, and then I'll try and rewrite it. And then add it to my system, my marketing, like, system. So how... To the extent that by the end of those three months, I had everything from when you have an idea going from lead magnet all the way to tripwire offer, to core offer, to profit maximizer, mm-hmm. like broken down into steps. So I had a system yeah. for what I wanted to do. <clears throat> and I think that's what proves to be the game changer for me personally, mm. because if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have had that much time to do it any other time. I so agree. that's the level of craziness some people call it. So you need to have. And, and I, I want to stop you there, Abdul. And it's not crazy. It's actually what is required. And the reason why it's crazy is because most people aren't doing it. Most people want to take the easy route to everything. And as soon as it becomes difficult, like I said, they run away. But when you see a person that can speak 10 languages and they're hard languages like Mandarin and Cantonese or whatever, you know, and you see a person that can play sports at a high level, that knows computer programming at a high level, this person didn't just stumble upon knowledge and learn it in a week. They Mm. took that, because this is how human beings learn Because also another thing that the book was saying was, you know, we're all born the same. Like, I used to think that when you see a kid that is great at math, I thought like, oh, the creator just put this certain gene inside of them and they're great at math. No. When that kid is away from everybody else, 
They're practicing on math problems. They're focused on math. They're doing these things in math. When you see a great musician, they didn't know how to play the saxophone when they came, when they were born. But when you ask them like Charlie Parker, oh, you, you practice 11 hours a day. That's what the difference is. And, and, and that's the part that people, let's just be honest, a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to, they don't want to become, you don't want to put the hours in to become great at something. And that's, that's, that's the problem. That's the disconnect. Right. And, and I think that's why people, everyone wants the easy way out. Mm-hmm. And the straight truth is that if your favorite internet guru or whatever was being honest with you, it's hard. Mm. It's hard. And it's hard because when you start, the money does not come like that. Mm. It's that simple. When I started, you wouldn't believe this, um, from the point when I learned, I found out about marketing, it took me a good, I think nine months of blowing money on Facebook ads, failing, failing to launch profitable campaigns. Mm. And like, this was money that I shouldn't have been blowing looking back mm-hmm. on Facebook ads. Like this was money I should have been keeping for food. Mm. Because I was, I was a stereotypical uni student. Yeah. You know, so then I'd spend like hundreds of dollars equivalent on Facebook ads and it will fail. But the funny thing is when it failed, I knew I could look at it and say, why did it fail? Yep. Um, so it, on another side, there's probably someone else on the other side of the world who spends thousands of dollars on Facebook ads um, courses, <clears throat> but has never run a Facebook ad. <laughs> yeah, still, still too That's chicken cool. crap to actually go after it and be like, let me just try what I've learned. Right. And the funny thing is, these people, they'll spend thousands of dollars on masterminds, but then you ask them to spend $100 on marketing and they're like, they look at you like you're crazy. Why are you so expensive? Yeah, but that's, that's what makes the difference. Yes. And, and yeah, and it's like, people say there's luck in business ooh, and ooh, that kind of stuff, right? Mm. When you work hard, what you're trying to do is eliminate luck and the impact um, um, bad fortune, as they call it, yeah. will have on you. Because the harder you work, the more, like, Michael Jordan is not the tallest basketball player ever. No. But many people will tell you he's the best. Mm-hmm. Statistically, he is the best. Like, we have numbers, the numbers to prove it. Right? But the amount of practice he put in, it's about looking at someone working hard and saying, I'm going to work harder than them. Of course. Look at your favorite guru and just maybe reach out to them and say, how much do you work? a day. Well, that's what you're competing with. If you want to get there, that's what you have to do. There's no mm-hmm. way around it. There is no like, I know there are so many things out there. Oh, like living a laptop lifestyle where they'll tell, oh, I work an hour, an hour a day. And you know, mm-hmm. I just, I just sleep and like passive income and all that BS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The truth is that the way he's making money is by convincing you that's easy. And I think one of the first things we started when we first started talking about, about um, this thing that we're doing, trying mm-hmm. to help people, mm-hmm. is that we are going to be as honest and authentic as possible. 
Yep. Right? If they're not saying the things that you want to hear because it sounds nice, mm -hmm. because, oh, I work 30 minutes a day, or that BS, then we're sorry, but we are not for you. No. Right? No. But if you want the honest truth and like step by step, do this, do this, do that, how much effort you have to put in and you know it's really not as that much as you might think we're not saying do 10 hours a day if you have a family and um a job and everything like that but know that you need to turn up almost every day and have that tunnel vision we're talking about and, and you know abdul i want to add to that that i know a lot of people are out there that say look man give me the quickest way to get success i want the money i want this i want that but there's something that I think a lot of people miss and they don't, they don't get to experience that's different from money. It's mm. who you become on a journey to success. That's yeah. the biggest thing. You get to work on your flaws. You get to work, mm. become a better you and become successful. So even though the money's not there, you're still getting rewarded. And, yeah. and, and people don't get to understand that part that that's the best part of success. Yeah. And it's like, on your way to getting there, you learn certain things which builds you mm -hmm. into the sort of person who can finally make it to the promised land mm -hmm. and get repeated success. Yes. Some people have a system in their head, some people have it written down. Yep. But they could lose all their money today and they'll know how to make it back. Mm. Because they have a system. Yes. And that system might not be what certain people try and sell you in a $2,000 course about, oh, buy this. And then if you do this, you do this to, you know, you send this out, you do this, then boom, the money will just land. But a system is guides their life. Yes. You know, some of them know that, oh, when I was, when I had money, I used to wake up at 5 a.m. And then do maybe three hours of reading. I know it, it might sound crazy, but this is what it takes. Mm -hmm. Three hours of reading. So by the time people wake up at 8 a.m., you're already ahead. Of course. Because <clears throat> you, now you have a three-hour head start. It's like in the Olympics. Any athlete that is given even a half a second head start in the Olympics is probably going to win. Even at the top of their game, the margins of victory is so small. So small. So the so difference small. between Usain Bolt and the person who comes second might be that Usain Bolt did one week's more training mm -hmm. than that person. Or the person who came second was injured for one week in the season, and you say, mm -hmm. well, it wasn't. So that's what makes the difference between that 0.1 second, 0.2 second. But then the world looks at him and says, wow, this guy is amazing. This guy's the best ever. So whilst you will get a $30 million sponsorship, the guy who came second might be lucky to get $100,000. And, and you know you know, so funny, Abdul? That's an insult. To a person that basically works their butt off day after day after day, and somebody comes to them and says, man, you're so lucky. Luck doesn't have anything to do with hard work. Actually, well, it, it does in this, in this sense. The, the harder you work and have extreme focus on something, the luckier you get. That's mm. where true luck comes from. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you if you praying for luck or something to land in your lap you, you you'll be there for a long time mm. and 
it's mm. similar to an analogy. I was, I was talking to um, a girl recently, and she was saying that, you know, like she was, she's quite, she's more than like, maybe she's like mid-aged. And she was saying, you know, I, I've been waiting for a man for so long. And I just feel like the man should be the one doing the chasing. I hope I don't offend anyone with this. Yeah. I tried to. <laughs> but she was always like, oh, you know, I just believe that it's the man who should be doing the chasing. I was like, look at her like, wait, hang on. <laughs> You've been looking for a man for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't want to get married. You do. Yeah. So that's your goal. But you're hoping that the white man will just approach you. I'm like, yeah. I was straight to her. Like, I was so pissed that mm-hmm. I couldn't hold it back. I was like, look, honey, like, you might have to, you might wait a long time. If, if, if <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I'm, I'm listening to you say that. And when I hear it, I'm like, oh my gosh, there are so many people in that same situation in all aspects of life. They're sitting around waiting for something good to happen. No, that's, you can't wait happen. if you want it. If you want it, you have to take... Some people say, oh, they have affirmations. Or if I dream it, it will happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can dream it. But one day you'll need to wake up and take action mm-hmm. to make that dream a reality. That's true. You know, otherwise, people will come and take your money. The televangelists will come, <laughs> take your money. And tell you, you know, this is a bottle of water, spray all over your house, and and money will come. <laughs> so, yeah. No. <laughs> Whilst you're, you're you're driving to to um, your place of worship in a car that breaks down all the time, mm-hmm. he might pull up in a in a Rolls Royce. Yeah. And you keep telling you that you know if you keep giving him money, mm-hmm. then somehow blessings will come up and land on you. And in the same way, an internet guru will tell you that if you just give me this $1,000 or $2,000, I can make all your dreams come true. And you will not even have to try. It will Mm. just, by virtue of you having my book or my program, things will just fall into your lap. So not true. And that's not true. You can learn it, but if you don't apply it, it's not going to happen. Of course. You know? So, you know, yeah. So I, I think that's an important point. Don't wait for it. Actually take action. Don't create your business in your head and hope that the money will come that way. You have to move forward and make it happen. Of course. Man, Abdul, that, that was a powerful topic. And I hope that anyone that hears it understands that it takes hard work, dedication, and focus on one or two things, most uh, most likely one thing, and avoid all the distractions and stay there, because it's easy to see that shiny object in the um, you know up ahead, and you're like, oh, I want to go for that, and then here's another shiny object, oh, I want to go for that, and then when you do this back and forth thing, you lose focus. Like I always say, like Michael Jordan, who was we all say was definitely one of the best basketball players that ever stepped the court stepped on the court in the book relentless this head of michael jordan will before the game would start he would already play this mind psychology thing he would walk in the other team's locker room wouldn't say anything just walk around in a circle and then walk out and the players that would see him will have a look in their face like 
holy crap, we're about to play Michael Jordan. But the only reason that Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan was because of that constant practice and beat down. Because people don't understand, the guy that wrote that book was actually Michael Jordan's coach outside of the game. Mm. So he not only did he get coached from the guy that was hired from the NBA, he was coached by a personal coach that only trained elite athletes. Yeah. But that's what made him the person that we all talk about today. Yeah. That's extreme dedication. Yeah. Because if you want to be, I think we might, we might be able to leave on this, right? You can't, you can't have, you can't want to have exceptional things, mm. but you don't want to do, take exceptional actions. Oh, wow. It doesn't match. You know, if you, if you want that thing, which most people don't have, you have to do what most people won't do. Powerful. Powerful. I, I don't even want to say anything else. I, I think we should just leave that right there. We should just leave that part right there. But but thank you guys for listening. There'll be more podcasts. Share it. Let everyone know that we exist. And um, we'll see you at the next podcast. Take care.